It's a question um, thrown around a lot um, within the circles of church in terms of tongues and the Holy Spirit. Um, and the way I probably frame it to you and ask your opinion on this is if I have the Spirit, does that mean I should speak in tongues? Or another way of saying that is if I don't have tongues as a gift, does that mean I don't have any evidence of having the Holy Spirit in me? Mm. Um, what would be your view on that? I think. One thing to bear in mind with this question is that um, it's a question that's only really begun to be asked in the, in the past 120 years, give or take. Um, so we need to remember that it's quite a recent controversy, uh, really coming along with Pentecostalism and charismatic um, movements, and, uh, of which I'm a part, um, charismatic background. Um, so um, when we look back to the Bible, in terms of what is the evidence of the Spirit working in a person's life. Um, we need to be careful of equating that with supernatural gifts because actually when Paul talks about the fruit of the Spirit, um, that's not what he talks about. He talks about the fruit of the Spirit being that the, the ninefold fruit, of, you know, peace, love, joy, long-suffering, uh, you know, uh, humility. Uh, and so that, I think, is the, the surest evidence. It's not easily observed. It's observed over time. That is the surest evidence of the Spirit working in someone's life. When they call Jesus Lord and they have this fruit welling up inside them and changing them from the inside out uh, into the character of Christ. Okay, now that is the evidence of, of the regeneration of the Spirit in a person's life. Now, in terms of supernatural gifts, I believe that they're living and active today. They're available to us. Paul tells us, he commands us, you know, God commands us through uh, 1 Corinthians, um, we should eagerly desire the spiritual gifts. And tongues is one of those things, and it's, and it's for the building up of the believer, and, and publicly it's for the building up of the church. Um, but we can't equate that with, um, with salvation, and we can't equate that with um, the indwelling of the Spirit. Um, what it's cl more closely linked to is um, an experience of baptism in the Spirit, which um, is to do with uh, 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 an experience of anointing by God um, with, with special power for ministry um, in the Holy Spirit. Uh, and so, uh, even that, however, Paul asks the question, do all prophesy? Do all speak in tongues? And um, the implication there is, no, they're rhetorical questions. Um, so I know there's different viewpoints on this. Some people say, well, if it's a gift, then the gift isn't necessarily for everyone. Other people say, this is available for everyone. Um, I would lean towards when Paul says, you should eagerly desire all of these, and I wish that all of you would prophesy and speak in tongues. Um, then I think that that is something that every Christian should pursue in their experience of God, not because it's a sign that they're definitely saved. That's not the sign of whether you're saved or not. Um, but as a, a, a level of um, uh, experience with God that is going to anoint you for more powerful ministry in general.